0: The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out Teespring.com slash store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Guys, so, um, you know, here's <laughs> a really, really good. funny story. So sometimes uh, when you, um, you have a remote person, right, and maybe I'm recording in a different space tonight. I'm actually recording uh, from the sentry's soul as it is just a, a, a void directly behind me but um yeah so so welcome to wait did i rule a while that's your marvel crisis protocol vlog uh i am here my name's tim uh i am joined this evening by someone that you guys have heard well before i intended (laughs) to be able to hear him uh dr d dr D, welcome how are you
1: i'm doing great yeah rusty's right i said a bad word i'm sorry i didn't know i was being recorded
0: (laughs) to be fair you weren't being recorded at the time Uh, Axel, that's name same as Freya, by the way. You're just being live streamed. It's it's different, but (laughs) it's important, guys, just for everyone out there in in podcast or Internet land. um, When you have a remote user, they are on the desktop audio. So if you are streaming the desktop audio, um, they can hear you. Even though you muted the mic, you've only muted yourself. But we have a lot to talk about this evening uh Dylan and I are, are just back from from Everwinter, just recovered, some might say. Um Dan was there, as was Taylor and and Lindsey, uh and a lot of you. Uh, we had we've Ben, Shane, Otis, Rusty, uh Sean, uh younger Phil, uh youngest Phil, uh Watson, Cider Drinker, Watson, spy, cider drinker <laughs> Matt Alex. Um so 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 many more people, but We had an absolute blast. Uh, Dylan, I hope that you had a blast uh, there as well. I know while you weren't playing MCP, you at least came dressed for MCP, though a little bit more lower key. Some might
1: say you could say that they say that that's what they would say.
0: Yeah. Um, But Uh, uh, sorry. Go for it.
1: So, yeah, I did. I actually um, I felt so recharged after that con that I went to I went to work on Monday and I was like, man, I haven't felt this like good in like a while, you know. It was good to just see everybody it was good to game it was good to get sort of violently ill at a bar afterwards (laughs) uh you know it was good you know just the regular people stuff
0: yeah Uh, i i will say uh it it was super cool to be able to hang out with everyone uh we went to a a a barcade after uh saturday yeah uh versus got to play some ninja turtles uh, Dr. D and I took down, you know, the entire game start to finish. Um, Rusty had probably one of the greatest jackets I've ever seen uh, in my life. He he got there, took off his coat, and he was like in this blue and black, like swirled smoking jacket that just yeah. looked like next, next level. Um, you
1: knew this man was uh, going anywhere he went. The ladies would know.
0: Correct. Whether that they is- wanted to or not. <laughs> 100% correct. Um, in addition to that, uh, we got to see some kind of uh, unsung heroes of Marvel Crisis Protocol really kind of seize the day and, and shine in an incredible way. Spider Foes actually taking the championship uh, for the weekend, followed by Dark Dimension. Yeah, right. Right uh our very 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 close friends uh to the network ben uh ended up getting his lvo qualifier ticket as well which was super baller uh everwinter was just kind of a a blast all around um if you want to check out the the videos for that they are all up on the youtube you can check that link right down below is that loki or thor this is loki there we go all right um and of,
1: uh, you know what you spoke of two affiliations we should probably talk about today.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to we're going to go into a little bit more about that stuff from uh, from Spider-Foes and uh, Dark Dimension. We're going to talk about the Rhino card reveal that came out and how he is going to be impacting or maybe not impacting uh, criminal syndicate and spider foes. Uh, we also have all the new crisis cards to go over. We also got a little teaser today, almost kind of in a, you know, like a, a GW social media post, uh, from AMG, uh, with what appears to maybe be like, like beta Ray bill. Maybe that seems to be the, 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 the popular opinion. It could also be, um, what, you know i've I've seen in certain groups call maybe it's good Um, thor so it it could be that may also just be battery bill but i hope so but but who knows uh so we always start the show off with games played and hobby thoughts um as far as things that i hobbied this week uh i did not hobby at all this week but (laughs) yesterday or not yesterday but tuesday on the hobby hangout taylor did get done um uh, baron strucker as well as og human torch uh he's been uh focusing in on that slap chop method and it has been working incredibly well uh as far as what he's been able to put out so i would highly suggest if you haven't already checking out uh exactly how that slap chop work because that slap chop do work um one day i may even try it uh but you know that's that's probably just one of the many promises about hobbying that'll i make and never Follow through have on. any intention of ever correct <laughs> <laughs> um, so literally as we were heading to everwinter uh, AMG dropped just an absolutely massive amount of information on uh, kind of a rework to how the crisis as we know them are going to work going forward and removing to forever uh, in mm-hmm. in the standard format you can still play an extended by all means go for it but um, the a map completely gone now no yes longer there b through l we got a whole bunch of new maps um yeah. and probably the removal of one of the negative play experience types of crisis of the um roll some dice maybe it's there maybe it's not but if you do you pretty much won and if you if you don't get it uh have fun chasing down black widow or hulk for the rest of the game so right. That that kind of negative play experience is, uh, I mean, very legitimately almost completely removed from the game at this point. There's still some pay-to-flips and there's still some other things, but we we've kind of seen an expansion there that that we'll get into, um, in here in a little bit. But, Doctor D, yes, tell me, no, okay, <laughs> all right, guys, well. No, that was, show. uh, that was us for tonight. So, uh, but no, uh, for real. So what was your reaction to those crises coming out? Cause I, I got a message from you uh, not too long after they came out and I'm very thankful. I, uh, you did send that to me cause I was in the car. I was headed to Delhi to get Taylor and had no idea that uh, the internet was on fire talking about this. So what was your initial response to this? Um, did you dive into it? Like immediately? Did you, did you have the ability to, or what did you kind of have to digest it later?
1: So I would say I did like three separate looks at it. So there was the immediate look, right? Where you look at it, Mm -hmm. you get like the surface level thing. You notice the big changes. Obviously, the first thing I noticed was no more single extracts. Thank whatever higher power you believe in. Mm -hmm. Instantly, instantly make the game better. I didn't even need to read the rest of the crisis changes. And I already knew this was going to be a huge improvement. Super excited. I couldn't, I cannot explain how happy I was with every change. I, I cannot come up with a complaint or concern. All of the changes are exactly what I think they needed to do. And the best and even like better is that I think it illustrates that AMG, I don't know, maybe the company collectively has like daddy issues because they love violence. Yeah. Yeah because all of the new scenario changes are rewarding or at least uh, promoting a more attrition style based team. And they want teams to go wider. Seems to be another pretty consistent thing that comes up with a lot of these crises.
0: If there's more bodies on the board, there's more bodies to throw.
1: Correct, and and to punch and to yeah. shoot with laser beams and hit with hammers, and or you know, or any of the other things that could be listed under strike, under strike. Yeah, you could you could even be a boat, right? You know, we've you know all wanted we want. to strike one of those. <laughs> so then I looked at it again, and then I noticed that the the scoring overall, uh, the speed of the game decreased. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I'm thinking is is generally speaking, if you're playing a game of MCP. You notice that it ends on, like, unless it's one of the lower scoring threats or uh, uh, crises, it's going to probably end on turn four or five. Yeah. Yep. Generally speaking, maybe three if there's like a gamma or something and the other team just, you know, gets thrown off the points. Now, I think that turn six is going to be a lot more consistent. Yeah. Which. Yeah, I think that if I had to come up with a complaint, maybe to some level, I could see how that might come up as a problem in situations where there's a time limit, which, again, I've never. Uh, that's not a problem I've ever had. But I know right. some people say they can't finish games. Yada yada. Well, but, I think it's one of those uh, things,
0: too, that will probably average out. Right. So it might not be that every right. game's going to six. It's just that games will more reasonably not be ending in the third round will still Correct. be predominantly ending in round four or five. But you might see Correct. a small increase to the ones going on to, uh, to round six,
1: which I think rewards certain kinds of teams, you know, cause now you maybe think more for like a long game. Yeah. Uh, and then after the second view, uh, by this point, uh, it had, it had been at least 30 seconds. So already people were making lists and Excel spreadsheets and yada, yadas and this yeah. and that's. And then, um, they actually, uh, I read one of those reinforced a lot of things I was already thinking. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that most of the crises that people were having problems with, for the most part, on some fundamental level, changed. Gama, probably the least, but the points thing makes a huge difference because it makes it way less swingy. Yeah. Because now you don't have a three score. So I think overall, it was one of the best things AMG has ever done. Ever. So like huge props to them uh john amg you have my thanks for all the changes you did a fantastic job uh what about you what did you think when you
0: saw them so uh got we got this info right and and i'm in the car dan was driving or yeah dan was driving and i'm going through and we're reading them all right so very similar where there's that first pass when you're like oh everything's changed and you're reading (laughs) through how all the crisis changed uh and you haven't realized what map they're on yet And so we had that first pass where it's like, okay, things like, um, uh, of course, you know, right out of the gate. I can't even think of any of them, Um, but uh, let's go uh, with Alien Core. Yes. Alien Core. Yeah. Or origin bombs, things like that, where there's a little bit more, I guess not origin bombs, but Montessi form. This was probably the biggest change for us that we were super excited for. Mystic Beam is now a mystic attack yeah it makes sense not not an energy attack uh which is super rad uh what oh um like senators and scrolls that's what i was thinking of where there's significantly more of them now right you're no longer hunting for that just one um that's awesome i also really liked i believe it is map l and j uh specifically for this so these are the ones where map l is with six points kind of really somewhat spaced out almost like a half dozen of eggs in the center i was thinking a dice because it's a square oh yeah that yeah it's also yeah i guess that's a d6 on its side a little bit um and then uh map j which looks like a ufo it looks like a really condensed like someone uh shrunk down like side with
1: side profile yes
0: that's amazing uh but so i really like those just because it once again the the fun thing about this game is in fact making a ruckus and getting in there and throwing people around and you know that's why people like uh uh, gamma right It's because you're also going to run hammers with it so not only are you all clustered up and beating people up but you're doing it with more powers or with more uh more strength so yeah i super dug that
1: Um, uh A good question that just came up in chat. Neo is asking which affiliations are going to benefit the most from this. Uh, Any like fighty type of fill? I think you were done with your point. You might was where you done with your point. I mean, 100%. Okay. Um, So I think, I think Midnight Suns are probably really benefit from it. I think Spider Foes got a huge benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think to some degree, I think Inhumans probably got a little bit of a buff from it. But um, most of the discussion I've had before is, uh, I think they, they said my favorite. Comparison was that the boat anchor that is Black Bolt still exists, which I think is, you know, it's very similar to like the, uh, the other five, a Thor. Yeah, like the Asgardians, unfortunately, they get weighed down by that. Uh, Generally speaking, any team that wanted to fight, I think got better overall. Yep. And I think Web Warriors are also probably going to be a big uh, improved team just because of the fact that now that there are more extracts to pick up, Web Warriors are the extract team mm-hmm. affiliation. And now that there are more things to pick up, I think that they will
0: benefit very greatly from that. To that same point, I think uh, Shadow War also benefits from this greatly. There's going to yes. be significantly more targets on the board where you're going to be able to get that re-roll. Um, and, you know, Criminal Syndicate is certainly still popular, but normally Kingpin-led. And my hope is that this will kind of see uh, Shadow War kind of get a little bit of a resurgence. Also, just any team with Hulk
1: loves this. So you see, it's funny. You say that I think to some level, and we talked about this in person at yeah. least a little bit was I think tall teams in general got a little bit of a soft nerf, which I think the most brilliant part of it was is that they didn't nerf tall characters. They just, and I wouldn't even call it a nerf really. Yeah. I would say that they, let uh, D incentivize bringing taller characters due to the fact that there's more things to pick up. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have less characters, you can't pick them up and it's not as devastating. If you have a, a Hulk that does pick one up, I think it does incentivize having a wider team. So in a weird way, they balance characters like black cat Hulk and uh some of the other except you know, thing a she Hulk to some degree. Yeah. Um Yep they managed to nerf them through the game design, which I think is definitely the best way to do it instead of like making Hulk worse through like changing one of his powers. Right. So I think funnily enough that teams that require on super tall, maybe, maybe slightly less good, still probably okay to play them. But I think that wider teams definitely got a,
0: And it it, it it kind of depends too, right? As far as some of those tall lists, like Black Order doesn't necessarily hate a lot of what's happening here, especially when you take a look at like Map G, which is really Map B, but closer together. Those teams that want to fight and go taller are going to have a lot more people and a lot more objectives all kind of condensed. The keep away game for the most part is just kind of gone, which is a huge benefit to everybody. Um, So, yeah, I think overall i think it's going to be harder to find out who is really hurt by this because i don't think there's a whole ton of affiliations maybe some individual characters that have a decrease in stock but there's no one that's awful because of these changes granted we're not the most or at least i'm not the most competitive or uh you know aware of how the game is played or functions or what words are but Still, I, when, I, when I just take a look around, it seems like most affiliations are either, for the most part, unaffected or are receiving just a little bit of a, a cushion or just the tiniest little like, oh, this might be slightly harder now, but there's kind of a bunch of other things to offset that. We did get a new extract as well in Paranoia Pubble's Populous which I'd I love it. also really like. Um,
1: I will 100% be referring to these little tokens as the shenanigans. Yes, yep. They're the shenanigans.
0: Hey, what's that place you like with all the goofy <laughs> stuff on the wall? Are um, you talking about shenanigans? <laughs> but, so this is a, oh, and a just really quick, um, just to right. kind of, you know, to somewhat in a year in review, uh, just kind of make a special note for uh, some of the people and, and, and um, crisis and uh, tactics cards that we've kind of lost over the year through some of the updates. Um, a, big, a big important one as a whole is 14 threat uh, crisis cards. Oh, thank God it's gone. I, I really disliked 14. So uh, Keebler, just this one goes out to you. Uh, we're sorry, 14 threats gone. I hope the joke will never die um, or I, I hope the joke will never be KO'd. But, you know, I just just take a moment of silence for the loss of 14th Threat Crisis. All right, but we did get a brand new one. Uh, I'm super excited. I'll go just go over the card real quick first. So it's a four point extract on map K. Uh, Map K, some might say, looks like... Someone trying to speak in Morse code and just making several pauses. So it's uh, four points directly down the center, similar to Map E, but there's two kind of clustered in the center and then two further out, kind of similar to where they would be uh, on the same latitude line as like Map B. It's
1: a it's a C if you took the middle one and like cut it in half and then flipped it out.
0: Yeah, yep. Instead of dead center, it's one on both sides of the center. Yep. and so how this particular one functions is a 16th threat. You'll score one victory point for each disturbance a character is holding during the cleanup phase. You interact with it to pick it up. But when you pick up a disturbance, if there's not another allied character within range two of it, that character suffers a damage. Now, during the cleanup phase as well, if one or more of your characters are holding one of these disturb- disturbances, while they are within range two of another allied character, those characters uh, that character's controllers sorry those characters controller score one extra victory point so it's only ever an additional one victory point but um, I think that's that's stellar maximum of five and you have to kind of set things up to make sure that you're you're playing buddy buddy and this Dylan kind of to your point earlier is this uh crisis kind of certainly incentivizes a slightly wider team
1: yeah now it's important to know, If you pick up a disturbance, you score no matter what. But if you're within range two of another character, you essentially can score two points. Mm -hmm. So if you have two characters holding on to two disturbances, they essentially can make you, I think, four points, right? So everybody that I've talked to about this one says that Weapon X is really going to just devour this one just because they all like to be close to each other except for Logan. So I think this is this is definitely one that's going to come up. You mm-hmm. will see this one. It is good to have a plan for it.
0: Well, and, and it's new, right? So kind of one of the things that, that we see a lot is um, use new stuff because your opponent might not know as much as you do uh, about it. Uh, see regularly people kind of talking about, you know, well, you want to make your opponent decide every decision they can possibly make. So if I can choose a guaranteed thing and it forces my opponent to make a decision, I'm going to shove that decision to them because they might make the misplay, and then I don't. But um, what else were some of the big changes? I know struggle for the queue. A lot of these are, are pretty straightforward, similar. It was the four scroll agent tokens now instead of just the one. Three. and i think the
1: scrolls also they change what they do Yeah, i think they
0: so I when think you they just when you pick it up you roll to see if it struggles and does uh yeah. it pushes you so, so no damage from it anymore correct
1: because um, uh, i think it used to that was either the one that made it so you could only move once or you always had to move slow i think that i think the, the always moving slow one was a senator but yeah um which i think also doesn't do that anymore
0: Let's see. Let's, uh, let's uh, grab that, Senator. You
1: can only make one move action with the Senator.
0: Okay. Now. And you no longer roll lower defense dice for it either. That was kind of the other caveat, big caveat of that. Um, secures, for the most part, stayed pretty similar. Yeah, pretty close. Um, outside of some are now on different maps. Uh, intrusions no longer hurts you when you go through it. Yes. The ones I noticed. Um, and in fact there's Story. very few that hurt you at all. There's the the traps on Madman that can still hurt an enemy character, the the mayor fisk witness can still hurt you, terrigen mist now completely gone. Uh okay. uh you know, that that uh alchemy got flown in to disrupt those clouds and you know <laughs> forever make them inert. So thank thank goodness. They right? were such they're so troublesome. They they really, they really were. But um Yeah, I think a lot of the big negative play experiences are are kind of gone. And I'm really excited going into 2023, kind of what this is going to mean for the game as a whole. And I, I, as always, usually hope for a shake up in kind of the standard stuff that people are bringing. And I think that this there's enough here. And like you said, this is probably one of the best things that AMG has done so far as far as updates to the game outside of the um, the 2021 card update for kind of giving a lot of characters some really needed uh, love. Uh, and i hope you know maybe this is just an annual thing where we kind of get some really nice quality of life changes that round the edges off from some of the things that you know uh, can be impactful in making the game not as positive as it could be
1: i think that for the most part every change they've ever made has been pretty warranted i don't think they ever made a change that was bad but this one definitely is just the best one they've done and yeah, definitely anyone listening to us, make sure you stop and give those things a good read. I bet you'd be surprised which one's like the slight changes. Uh, as far as secures go, I do I do want to say that make sure if you do shield base. Shield base is probably a lot different just because of the way it's laid out now since it's one of the new deployment styles. I think it's G, which um, is like a really close uh, square. So it's interesting
0: that... Yeah, it's, it's literally map B, but you just... You uh you grabbed the corner and dragged it down a little bit, so right. it just, it just yeah. shrunk it. It's a smaller B.
1: And then now and now it, and again it inspires violence because now everybody's so close to each other. You're just going to hit each other. Yeah, yep.
0: All right. So moving into some of the things that were revealed this week, <laughs> mostly uh, it's a gentleman named Rhino. So nice. let me pull up this healthy side on this bad boy here, this goon, and we'll get right into it. So. Uh, now Dr. D that's me, not a huge fan of mutants. Uh, you could say that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Uh, I wouldn't say I'm not a huge fan of mutants as in I'm just, I'm, I'm just, their release schedule is getting a little old to me. That's, it's getting a little
0: stale. All right. Fair. So, I mean, the, the, the first three models, or at least the assumption of the first three models that are going to be released in 2023, no mutants on the docket so far, which is fun, which I appreciate that. Right. So tell me about your initial reaction to rhino as a whole is this a character you like are you spider people i know he's a little bit more street level and i don't know if him and and daredevil really interact in any way shape or form but i just assume they're they're really only a few blocks from one another so i just assume they have
1: yeah, they uh, they meet each other at like swap meets and stuff, but they don't, you know, oh, they haven't gotcha. really talked, you know. Um, so when they first announced it, right, you know, the the teaser image that, you know, with the, his like fist being smashed into the ground. yeah, You obviously know who it is. You know, he's come charging into town. You're like, oh, sweet rhino. Now, as a pretty long standing Spidey fan, I was very excited. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Not only was it not a mutant. It was a character that I love. Oh, wow. Imagine my excitement. It's somebody (laughs) in New York doing like, I don't know, just pushing stuff around and violence. And it's awesome. And, you know, he's actually a surprisingly good character. He's got a lot of depth to him if you actually get into some of his backstory. But uh, Rhino's awesome. I mean, if you think of Spider-Man and you think of Spider-Man villains, Rhino is there at the yeah. forefront of your mind mm-hmm. he's in all the video games as far as i remember especially with the new ones at least um he's great you can't not think of rhino and at least like you gotta he's a big adorable goof you know running around destroying public property and stuff you know who, who doesn't love a good rhino so okay. i was hyper excited let's just put it that way
0: okay that's like a level three super hyper
1: it is so my hair got longer it went blonde nice uh I for 20 minutes I just screamed as it grew yeah. out of the back of my head. It was awful. But anyway, <laughs> uh I was very excited. Yes. Uh you you could say my excitement was palpable.
0: All right. So let's let's burn into this card real quick. So Rhino's a four threat. Three, three, two for defenses. It seems okay, right? I was a little surprised he wasn't threes across the board, especially at a four threat. This is yep. kind of, that's like three threat territory where you're tanking one of the stats because they're not super great at it. Um mm-hmm. unless I suppose you're you're Wolverine. But seven stamina, size four, I guess I was expecting three, but size four yep. is a, a real big boy. Yep. Uh and then a short mover. So out of the gate seems a little, a little lackluster. Yeah, a little lackluster. But for a four gore is his his builder, his primary attack. Some might say his only attack. Um, this is also what we're going to coin as a neutral spender. So it is also going to be his spender where you cannot spend power on it. That is why it's going to be neutral. So the old neutral spender is called Gore. Range three, strength five, zero power. After the attack is resolved, it gains power equal to the damage dealt. But before damage is dealt, place this character within range one of the target character. So the before damage place is awesome. Everyone loves it. Uh, It's usually used on like claw rushes and and animantium slashes and things where you are moving quickly to get up there to be able to do the attack. So placing afterwards narratively just wouldn't really make sense. So you, you never want to date someone and then not be able to move. That stinks. I don't I don't think that affects
1: placement, though. I'm not entirely sure. I've never actually had that situation come up. But if you attack and you have a place like off a trigger, I don't. I don't know if the character Dazing would affect your placement. Dazing, no.
0: KO, yes. Because they're not there. To oh, that's from. fair. That's fair. Okay. As as someone that regularly yoinks models off the table with uh, shield throws, not being able to get the ricochet after I KO someone is like, <laughs> and I, this, this was a net gain. Yes, I get that. But I really wanted to do one damage to someone over there. So, yeah. Um, uh, so- I mean. The place is good, especially
1: with a long ba- with a huge
0: base. Yeah, uh, yeah, a huge base and range three, too. I mean, this, he's going to be pretty maneuverable just with this. But the thing that's going to make him more maneuverable is Stampede, his first of five uh, powers. So this is an active cost three. This character is pushed medium. It does not stop its movement if it contacts a size two or smaller interactive terrain feature. Instead, the contacted terrain feature is destroyed. Then this character continues being pushed. The next time it makes a gore attack this turn, add two dice to the attack roll. The superpower can be used only once per turn. So just in those first two abilities, the superpower and his attack, it's a range three movement and a place, and he's getting some extra dice in it. Seven isn't insanely overwhelming, but it's it's good. It's very much not bad, Um, but he can only do this once per turn. This is a lot of movement on this character. Correct. Um, are you? How how delicate are you getting with uh, terrain placement now? Now that Rhino, you know, completely is just going to get roided up if he's walking through a trash can. Quick. So,
1: but he doesn't get roided up though. I mean, the the piece of terrain doesn't mean anything. It it does. It gives it him just two extra dice. Up. No, it just just doing the power gives him the dice. He could run across an open field and get the dice. Whoa. At least, if, unless I read this wrong. No,
0: nope, no, nope, you are reading it correctly. I've read it yeah. incorrectly a whole bunch. I thought that <laughs> it had yeah. to destroy that terrain to be able to get that dice. Okay, so yeah, it's nope. even better. Get the, this is it's just a medium push. Now he's a push for for me. Just kidding. But... <laughs> yeah but, but that medium movement yeah it can blow through a car a trash can but yeah all right so this this has taken actually a lot off my plate for uh thinking about rhino as a whole i was like oh we're gonna have to like just figure out, i'm gonna have to destroy all the train in the middle of the field so we can't go through it so we can't get that extra dice i'm just dumb just straight nope. up i have a two mystic defense, you, some might say yeah
1: yeah he's still he gonna hide an open field man he's coming for you You
0: <laughs> going trample all the flowers Uh, He has probably what is uh, what some people might consider uh, a pretty good throw, a pretty solid throw. It's pretty high. Yeah. Nobody ever accused the Rhino of good manners. Three power, size four terrain throw, has to be within range two, and he can throw it medium, solid, all around. Indeed it is. Uh, This is
1: so I feel like you're trying to egg me on here. Uh, I'm going to talk about this character, but this is definitely a great throw. I think to some level, it may not be like as amazing as it for some reason. Everybody seems to think it is. I'll explain it. Don't worry. We'll finish explaining the whole card before I get
0: into it. But it is a great throw. Yeah. No one can deny it that it is a very good throw. Um, and then a bunch of passives. We have Rhino Hide that will reduce uh, the damage he takes by one to a minimum of one. Pretty solid uh, ornery, uh, similar to Sin or um, who else? has has this. Uh, oh, uh, Red, Red Guardian, Guardian has yep, has armor. Um then, where if they take damage and they're not dazed, they'll gain an additional power. He also has aggressive, so just, you know, even more movement. Uh not immune to poison though, that's why he's not a 5. So, <laughs> granted with Terrigen miss off the table, I mean, I feel like dude, poison, poisons off the
1: table. Nobody yeah. has poison. Nobody uses that. Well, Especially Pro- not any like recent affiliations or anything.
0: Proxima has it. Uh <laughs> Hydra, Hydra has it. I, I know. <laughs> Hydra has a lot of it, probably. But they do. Lot, and lot then you the, get on them
1: now. And then the only difference when you flip the card is his health goes down by one to six. Yeah. So. so uh, Thirteen. Thirteen health.
0: So, what are your thoughts, and why is it uh, that he is Luke Cage to Colossus, but to uh, Juggernaut?
1: Okay. All right. I've been defending myself for like the past two days on why I do not like Rhino. Okay. And I guess I've warned people that I was going to come on here and talk about this. So, okay. Let me preface all of this by saying, I do not think Rhino is bad. I will give AMG the credit that they are due. And I will fully admit that almost I don't, I can't think of any characters that are, bad mm. if that makes sense yeah. right there are characters you do not want to bring but they are not bad what rhino does he does very well he is a big fast boy who is thick yes a big fast thick he boy. he does that very well mm-hmm. so to begin with this I think, is it, can we go on like a, like a real kind of like a quick analytical tangent that I've been thinking about all day?
0: 100%.
1: I've been trying to think about how to talk about this without, by, and not sound like a big silly Billy. So this is was my best way to do it. Okay. If you look at the threat system, this is how I analyze threat. There's one to eight currently. So, well, not a one technically, but so I think to myself, what, it, every time you do a threat, what should you roughly get out of it? Mm-hmm. So one threat. I kind of attribute to grunts, right? They're kind of like a threat. They kind of add to the parents threat value. If yeah. you want to think about it like that, um, there's some debate in that regard. And I won't do That's a whole nother podcast, but right. Um, grunts are, they exist. They occupy space on the table. Every once in a while, they'll do something. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's what a one threat is. Two threat. Two threats are, ex- they exist and they do something pretty. Okay. It's usually like one thing, mm-hmm. like, rocket shoots a gun uh uh what's uh okoye is a, a bodyguard they do like one thing yeah that's what they do a three threat they do one thing pretty good or great and then they do like one other thing like okay my favorite one is iron fist he has you know the actual iron fist power where you he, he has like a super punch yeah so he's pretty good at doing damage especially for a three just but delete he's also, people right but he's also pretty resilient because he has a master martial artist. So it's like, that's what a three threat does to me. He's like, he does one thing super great. And then one thing kind of like, okay, four threats. This is where I think the biggest issue in AM for MCP is in my opinion, four threats should probably do roughly two things pretty well. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you look at a four threat, if they can do two things pretty well, I think they're priced pretty effectively. Mm -hmm. and we'll get back to that in a second five threats bam probably it's either going to be a case of they do something super extraordinarily well or they do one thing really good and then they kind of can do two other things pretty good like a ghost rider like ghost rider can do pretty good damage but he's also got like team support but he's also fast yeah but he's not like the fastest character in the game but he doesn't have like the best team support yada yada whatever right Mm -hmm. so that's what a five is a six is a hulk it's a big, monstrous, mean thing that exists and essentially dominates the table. Yeah. So your Hulk's, your Thanos is without a gem for whatever reason. Uh, seven, I usually attribute to Malekith. Eight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> since he's the only, Well, I guess technically you can have Thanos as a simple gem. But uh, yeah, so seven, kind of, you know, follow, you're kind of going along with me every kinda, yeah. every time you do a threat. You're kind of either making one aspect of a character better mm. or you're adding their, uh, like them having another aspect, but it's not like amazing, right. if that makes sense. So fours should roughly be able to do two things really well. So we look at Rhino. Pretty good example of that. Boom, he can move real good. Real good. For a real good move boy. Yep. If anything, I might even say that that might be three of his fourth threat. And then he's tough because uh, he has the high health and yep. he has Rhino hide. He doesn't have to pay for it like Kingpin and Juggernaut do. Mm-hmm. Now, let's start. So those are the positives, right? Rhino does what he does really well. Now, this is why I don't like him. Boom, here we go. So, Rhino exists in the current meta. It might change in the future. I don't, you know, whatever, who knows, right? Rhino exists in a meta where essentially Brotherhood are are amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Steve's Avengers who are amazing. Those are the two affiliations you forgot cable (laughs) yeah and cable cables wet work exists yes (laughs) completely game-changing so if you look at rhino he's probably in my opinion he he works best in brotherhood because of the terrain thing because he has essentially you know stampede is another like juggernaut thing and he also really works well in steve's avengers because he has these excessively expensive powers and you know that's just what steve does right yeah so I think he does really well in those teams because those teams could always use him because he essentially, he is a cheaper juggernaut. Maybe they don't want to pay for a five threat for a juggernaut, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now, my big issue is that those teams didn't need help. Quite frankly, Magneto is disgusting. He's amazing. Yeah. His affiliation and team ability are fantastic. Mm -hmm. He didn't need any help, but and, you know, obviously Steve doesn't need any help. Right? right. So now I'm looking at it as an actual like spider foe player. And I'm like, I don't need a rhino. And everybody's saying like, oh, you can play rhino in a objective focused uh, spider foe team. I mean, I guess you could, but that's not what they do. Spider foes, in my opinion, are all about essentially attrition. Can you build an objective based one? Sure. But. If you're like me, and again, this is a professional casual network, baby. Correct. We we keep it a professional and we keep it a casual. So I like to bring affiliations where essentially everybody is in affiliation or it kind of makes sense that they would be in the team. Right. Like, you know, play all villains, right? You mm-hmm. don't play Spider-Foes and then uh, the new Captain America is there. That doesn't make sense to me, right? Like, why is he there? I don't know. I know it's MCPA. You can play whoever you want with whoever you want. But it, I think it's just part of the narrative thing. So this is all coming from a fluff bunny. So just ignore like me. That, if you're like that, personally. Yeah. Yeah, I, right. I like it narrative, right? So the problem is, is like, I think that the teams that he was intended, well, I, I think he'd work great in crim criminals. Yeah. But they also, ju- with the changes to the crises, they just moved from a more secure meta to a more extract meta. Right. So Rhino works really well with secures because he can essentially go to whatever security on the board he wants to on his mm-hmm. turn or maybe. The problem is, is that both of his powers cost three power, right? Where is he getting that power? Gore is not going to get it done. In my opinion, it's a five dice builder, right? So everybody's like, Oh no. Well, you know, you do your attack and you're going to get three power from each." How many times have you attacked him where you didn't do? No, this is a loaded question. You can't ask me that (laughs) or you got nothing out of it. And he has no pierce. He's got nothing that's going to help him with the attack. So he's not going to get the power.
0: That's the thing, though. That's why I do think he actually spits in. uh, Yeah. Why he fits in spider foes pretty well is because of Oscorp tech. Right. Sure. So that's that's going to help him a little bit. Get some of that damage through Uh, steroiding with seven dice initially, potentially. Um, And uh, listen, at the end of the day, he's ornery. uh, He's so he's, he's a little bit of a trap, right? Because he's one of those characters that is going to be taking one damage every single time you attack him. but Every single time. It's the Drax problem. Do you see Drax all the time? Drax is actually like a
1: really good three. I actually really like him a lot. He has a lot going on. But But. he doesn't turn on unless he gets hit. Right. That's why you don't see him a lot. Like if, if he could throw vengeance out without having to get hit, Drax would be like pretty...
0: Uh, like amazing honestly but but that's i think what i'm saying i think the so the wombo combo of ornery and rhino hide where he's Mm -hmm. constantly going to be taking most likely lower amounts of damage constantly getting that additional power i mean and he is a size four and because of a lot of the changes in the most recent uh in the 2022 or 20 whatever it was the card update size four characters are kind of have an, a strength to themselves where you're not going to be able to them for the most part, be able to put them where you want to, you have to spend uh do you know who I am or you have to do right. something really out of your Rome way. Spender. You can't just have Shuri sitting there pushing him off stuff, um, which is a big benefit to him. I agree. Yeah. But the
1: thing is, is like if I was playing against somebody who had Rhino who didn't have some way of giving him power, I would just never hit him. There's no reason to let him have his point. Like ah. cool. Rhino stand over there. You're for threat making a point or to maybe two, if he's got a secure in an extract, yeah.
0: I, I don't that's dis- fine. I don't disagree with that either, that he's someone I don't want to really be targeting. Um, right. But you can't just let a Rhino stampede across the entire board, chasing down your, your weaklings and taking their points and stuff, especially in a game where we see a lot of that. Like you grab a point, you go up, you attack, you move back because he is so maneuverable. I mean, if he's picking on weaklings, which is narratively what Rhino does, he does. In fact, rob banks and convenience stores he's never really you know what i mean there's no big overarching plan there rhino is a bully that beats up little kids because it's easy so he's not going after juggernaut he's not going after after thanos or even corvus or uh he is he going after sam wilson yeah probably because he could beat him up a little bit a little bit, but that's the thing is he's very no one can on really him. beat up Sam Wilson. I mean, let's let's be fair. You gotta you gotta <laughs> yeah. commit to it pretty hard, but for sure. <laughs>
1: for sure. Like I again, and I think everybody seems to think that I just like I hate Rhino. I don't dis I don't hate him. The problem is this is what my problem is, is that I was so excited for a character that wasn't a mutant. Yeah. Who is a spider person that was a New York themed fighting, blah, blah, blah. And he's, and in my opinion, he's not good in the team that he was supposed to be good in. He's good in the teams that didn't need help in the first place. Now, see, once again,
0: sense. yeah, so I get that, it's but like literally every character is good in Avengers, right? It's difficult. Right. They're, they're the, they're problem. the Avengers. <laughs> That's and, the problem. And they they should they should be kind of evergreen for the most part. Just that's sure. that's who the core box is. You don't wanna, you know what I mean? Just in general, I, I think they have done right by the Avengers by making sure that they are constantly present. Relevant. Relevant. Yes. Sure. Um especially because you can throw in so many incredibly affiliated characters, uh yeah. really without even trying. I regularly forget, oh, cable's an Avenger too? Oh sweet.
1: <laughs> but not Doctor Strange, I recently discovered.
0: Wait, really? Yeah, Doctor. St- Neither
1: one of the Doctor Stranges is an Avenger, huh? It's, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, when I found out, uh, I think it was while we were at Everwinter, I think we were uh, talking about something, and then it came yeah. up. And we
0: were like, "Oh yeah, look at that. He's actually not an Avenger." I think I had Super to go Stray. look it up too, and then forgot about it because I still don't believe it, even though I've confirmed it <laughs> like multiple it's times. It's like Doc Ock. Yeah. Like Doc Ock is in Criminal
1: Syndicate. You're like, what? Of yeah. course he is. Nope, he's not. He is in fact just Spider foes. Um. Anyway. The point I was getting to Rhino's good. I'm not happy with him just because he's not. I mean, what I'm hoping is that there's another, maybe there's another spider foe leader. That's like going to change this Yeah. where they're like, Oh, now we're an objective themed one. Maybe like a doc ox sinister six leader. Yes. That'd be awesome. I actually like totally that a happy. lot. Uh, cause you figure, cause of the, like the, the sinister six that people tend to think of almost all of them are here. The only ones that are really missing are vulture and electro. Yeah. I think. Uh, maybe shock. I don't remember Shocker was actually technically Sinister Six, but
0: um, he was certainly in there. I mean, it, that Sinister Six has been redone so many times. It's been that, so many different yeah, people. Yeah, and it depends sure. on if you're talking about a book or a video game or a, an, an episode of a cartoon or a comic. <laughs>
1: oh, scorpion. I forgot about Scorp- yes, yeah. So scorpion. Yeah. Anyway, regardless. I think he's good. I think the biggest issue that's going to happen is he's going to be one of those four threats that people just are like, yeah, he's not bad, but I'm not going to take him because I'm going to take something else. I see one of those four
0: threats. I I, I see it for people that would normally be playing juggernaut, especially with some changes in um, the crisis as a crisis. I as a whole where there's significantly more points on there and maybe you can't warrant that much threat to juggernaut. You still need someone to perform that role right but you need them to just be a little bit cheaper because you're spider foes and you have only fours um but do you do you take two character slots just for that
1: one role with juggernaut and rhino
0: well yeah because it's funny to run them both too (laughs) that's
1: true you could run the big boy the big boy squad yeah this Uh, is team meat
0: (laughs) right yeah when you're talking about just you know loading up a couple of those especially on some of those really condensed new crisis uh maps uh, yeah why yeah why would you not i mean he's you're just going to be hucking stuff and people in every piece of terrain and there's mm-hmm. so few people that can throw that size four stuff you know those uh that that fist construction uh building
1: so let me get to that point now this is coming from the new england meta i mean you're there you're looking at the tables that brian builds right yeah you get the size four throw and everybody's like that's amazing you're going to do so much consistent damage how many boards have you seen with more than one size four on it? I don't, I can't think of any that have more than one other than the ones I build. Cause I build them chunky. How many <laughs> right. size fours are usually on your tables? Uh, on mine, usually one or two. It's fair. Really? I've never seen two. I mean, especially up here. Cause Brian built, I love Brian, but his me and him have had discussions about boards and his boards are very thin. So, it is a really good throw. It's 3 yeah. power, but you're going to throw the 1 4 if the other person lets you because as soon as they see Rhino they're like if they can stop you from throwing, it, they're probably going to. And then like what you're just going to start you're going to start paying 3 power to throw trash cans and, you know, garbage or uh, yeah, those yes. same thing.
0: <laughs> Yes, I am killing time. because because throwing <laughs> stuff why? is fun and I don't care how much it costs. I agree. I and it's agree. going medium. I'm willing what? to pay an extra power to throw a trash can medium instead of short. And then you compare this character to the two mutants that just came out before that are
1: coming out before this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where, how are these both fours? Remember when we talked about Logan, there wasn't a thing about it. We could not think was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Saber Hmm. But this, but the Rhino, it's like you compare those two It's like, these are not the same. Well, they're not ornery though. <laughs> That's true. I guess, you know what? Well, like the unfortunate part uh, and for Rhino and the end of Drax. I know this is, this is a, the Drax thematic episode. It's a case of he's easy to not activate by just ignoring him. Yeah, because he can't move you and stampede for some reason, because I don't know if I need to go over the, what the definition of stampede is, but it doesn't do damage. It's just a push. Like if it's not like,
0: well, he's not a threat. He can't he can't. Move short and then collide with someone and do one damage. Also, Juggernaut is short. Rhino's is better, objectively. Only in that one scenario with no other modifiers added to it. <laughs>
1: Nothing else important. I would much rather
0: have a ping than a than a medium move. Yeah, that's what I'm though? saying. Free damage is free damage. You know, like it's I get great. it. Yeah, uh, but fifty percent of the time you're gonna roll a success on your attack every time. So two in additional dice on that attack should be considered one free damage.
1: So, so one free damage. So you pay three power mm-hmm. for. And again, it's like we were talking about before. You're paying three power to get one less dice. Mm-hmm. Like when we were talking about, I think, Sabretooth or whatever it was. Yeah. So I don't know. I I knew I was going to have a slight rant on this. Yeah. And I apologize. I know everybody's not going to agree with me, but I was a little disappointed with the Rhino. I don't know why he's a three, three, two. And Logan's a four, four, two. Like what? <laughs> but sure. I know he doesn't have the damage reduction and all that and he's got I think he has less health. But he also has healing factor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think Logan is tougher than Rhino. To wow.
0: Somebody. He doesn't even have Rhino hide though. It's not even on his character card, Dylan. I you're right. Did, did you think I'm about j- that?
1: Listen, I've had I've had Kingpin go down in a single hit. We all have. It's like the Rhino hide's not going to save you. Like <laughs> I'd rather just like not have like I would feel less bad if it was just my bad roll, right? Oh look, I rolled all blanks and skulls again. At least now I know it's my fault that I'm that I fall down, right? Right. And instead of like, oh, you know, they did twelve damage. It doesn't matter about Rhino Tire. Yeah, your fault. It's like, okay,
0: great. Uh, uh, Guard actually brings up a great point, and um, that Rhino Hide is really like that that spray tough Rhino lighting on the back of a truck <laughs> to prevent it from being scratched. Yeah. Listen, it's not going to prevent it. Like, if you throw a wrench directly down at it, it's gonna it's gonna scuff it. But it's sure it's going to reduce it to a. Im- it's going to reduce it by one to a minimum one every time. So to sum up everything I want to say about it, am
1: I going to buy the model? Yes. Am I going to paint it? Yes. Am I going to make a painting tutorial on how to paint his big Halloween outfit? Yes. And so and- I'm going to buy and play them and paint them and all that stuff. And I'm probably going to love playing him because I love Rhino. And I hope that one of the cards in his box saves him for me. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Yep.
0: I, I I agree there. I think that that's always kind of the other lap, right? Where some characters really kind of come online once they have uh, one card. of those cards, right?
1: And he's a perfect sacrifice target.
0: <laughs> yes, actually. 100%. So,
1: you, you gotta, so that kind of gets around the problem I have with him is that, oh, yeah, if you just force the other person to hit him,
0: now, <laughs> it kind of solves the problem. And like I said, I do think he's a little bit of a trap for your opponent where you are going to go into it and be like, well, I'm just not going to target him. And then you're like but he does only have three physical defense. <laughs> yeah, In that's all, sure. Yeah, I, I, sure. Could, I could. What if I just spiked on him hard once, and it'd be, it'd be fine. But I, with how maneuverable he is, with how close crisis are, I think this is really a character that had this card come out pre-Crisis changes and pre-some of the, yes. the reworks to uh, yes. how pushing and throws worked and, and the sizes that they could affect. Yeah, I completely agree that he is incredibly lackluster. Because of those changes, though, I feel like he is a little bit more oomph. I'm a little disappointed that he doesn't have a spender or a way to kind of just really get some damage out there. But at the end of the day, you beat Rhino by doing what? Dodging him, ignoring him, and letting him crash into things. He's so narratively perfect. I completely understand as far as where he fits in competitively as a whole and who he helps and where, where he is really placed best. Um doesn't really fit that as much. But dude, Rhino, I think, is so spot on to the character being uh, just a running just around. Rhino. Yeah, right. Why does this why
1: does he not have Pierce? He's got a big rhino horn. Yeah. Pierce where's the pierce
0: (laughs) that would have fixed him in my opinion i
1: think he would get more reliable
0: power if you look at the picture right the the horn uh is about the same size as one of his fingers so (laughs) something (laughs) something easy to avoid sure you're you're still going to get crushed (laughs) into by a size four you know 400 pound behemoth that's still what's going to hurt but uh but yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen Pierce too, especially on Spider-Foes. I think that would really make it the home form, right? If you get Pierce and yeah. the OsCorp reroll, that would be just sweet.
1: I think it helps. That's the thing. So I had to laugh about this. I hope you find it as funny as I did. Is Somebody said, oh yeah, you play Rhino when you want to play wide Spider-Foes. And I was like... They're all four. (laughs) What do you mean wide? (laughs) They're all four. (laughs) Every single
0: one of them, except for uh, Doc Doc. Doc. Mysterio. Mysterio,
1: they're all fours.
0: Wide, Um, wide spider foes. I think we can agree at least, though, right? I don't think he would have fit as a three, knowing that he would have to have the the toughness that he had, and he's certainly not a five. Just like, you know what I mean, canonically.
1: Like, in my opinion, if I was thinking, oh, I have a slot where I need a big, fat boy, I'm just going to take Luke. I mean, Luke is still just a better... choice. He's got Stagger on his attacks and stuff. Yeah. He does everything you need him to.
0: Right, but he's not a spider foe or a criminal syndicate. <laughs> once true. once he gets all that power on him, he can't use it for all according to plan. He's not Baron know, Zemo. Sure. I'm going to try to spend it anyway, but he doesn't count.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: Whatever. Yeah, uh,
1: I don't yeah. know. I'm happy he's here, but I, I don't know. I wish he... I don't know. I wish he wore a better suit to the party. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, super fair. I also wish he was Robot Paul Giamatti. But moving on <laughs> to uh, oh, what gosh. else were we supposed to be going over in this episode? Uh, the other reveal. Oh, yeah. Hey. So d- do you- it's the destroyer army. It's the destroyer armor
1: with Loki, uh, with alligator Loki in it.
0: That's, it. If there's a terrain piece that goes with Beta Ray Bill, it is 100% a Destroyer armor worth an Alligator Loki head on it. Mm-hmm. We've all been asking for it. I mm-hmm. think it's only a matter of time. I, I will certainly say that I believe that on the release schedule is above Iceman 100%. <laughs> but we know it has to come out sometime. It's just a matter of when. I think a good thematic time to have the Destroyer body with the alligator Loki had come out would be with the Beta Ray Bill box. But wait, do you think this is Beta Ray Bill or is that the obvious? Is that the red herring?
1: It's gotta be. It's gotta be battery okay. Bill. I can't imagine who else it would be. I mean the only other thing I guess you could even slightly argue is that it is a different Thor. Yeah. It, they have they wear similar clothing and it's not like you can see reptile skin or anything. Like that. You know, the remember.
0: way that the arms were painted certainly yeah. didn't seem uh, you know, right be yellow so i think it could be a different thor it could be variant thor it could be odin it could be a lot of different things but i mean it's not Odin. it's not a spear. it's a hammer but um assuming it's beta ray bill will we see something similar to rhino juggernaut is beta ray bill going to be a four threat thor is he going to be an alternate leader for rise guardians that's or he is he going to be a five that's just good thor yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man! So here we go down this. This is gonna be a discussion, right? So like, I don't. Battery really builds one of those characters. I don't know a whole ton about. Right. Mm. I know he's uh got a hammer similar to meow meow, and he's like some kind of dragon thing. And I know he's like worthy and blah blah blah. Yeah. From what I understand, he's supposed to be on the equivalent power level of Thor. Yes. So can he be a five? Yeah. My question is: Is, this, is he gonna be a leader? Right. What do you think?
0: I would like to see him as a leader. Um, I could also see him as a separate leader for Guardians. Yeah, I could potentially see that. Uh, Because he palled around with them for a while. So Beta Ray Bill, I mean, from at least my experience with him, I don't have extensive knowledge of him in any way, shape or form, but has usually been used to fill in for a larger character going AWOL for a while. Right. he he took up mjolnir for for a hot minute while thor was just you know not really useful in any way shape or form and to in the point heart. where they just made him mother mjolnir for him because they're like right but he was really good as thor we'll give you your hammer back thor but like we we got to give him one too like he's <laughs> kind of better than you at this so also he has a skull horse face which is just rad I don't know what is. Is he supposed to be like a dinosaur? Is that what he's supposed he to be? He is. Uh, it's an alien race called uh, something that some people mm. might be able to, to to look up. He's a Corbinite. Um True. Just ignore all of that weirdly. It was like dice rolling or something. It sounded like a keyboard, but yeah, he's a he's a Corbinite, Uh and they're all uh, you know skull faced horse people, which is just awesome. Um, he paled around with uh, the Guardians for a while too. So if i would just i would like to see a new leader for either of those affiliations and if it's beta ray bill uh people love beta ray bill so i just i think that's that's the time to do it right no one's going to be mad that beta ray bill is a is a extra leader somewhere
1: so it's been proven that um amg can only make four threads so what (laughs) level of four thread is this going to be do you think it's gonna be a push
0: Push for it's gonna be an op okay push for this is going to be the opposite of rhino So this is a six threat
1: uh, like voodoo situation, right? Where voodoo is actually a six threat and they just put it in a four card. Yeah.
0: Yep. I'm here for it. I I I think think, he deserves it. I think, uh, yeah, he'll have an an awesome uh, builder with some cool like throw hammer thing. I don't think he'll have the big kind of like AOE stuff that um, I I legitimately, I think we get another five. I think we get bully cap, but Thor. I think we get a more uh, momentum based. Uh, maybe some re-rolls, maybe some pierces still probably a throw and flight and all that good stuff. But we get a, a bully highly maneuverable uh, Thor that I could see that's, at a four or a five.
1: That's a, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'd totally be down for that. Uh, I don't know. I really wish they would just redo, <laughs> just redo Thor, please.
0: I mean, I, I think on a, please. because of, because of how well they've done with characters that really needed that just a little bit of extra, I, I I guess I I would be surprised if they don't address that at some point. Um, Yeah,
1: and I think when they change him, he'll be a powerhouse. I'm not denying that they'll be like, they'll fix him. Give him the old Hulk
0: treatment, you know what I mean? Yeah, right.
1: I'm just surprised he made it through the last card changes with nothing. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. But
0: maybe they already knew Beta you know what I mean? I'm sure that... (laughs) The new Beta Ray Bill would come out two years later. Yeah, they're like, well, listen, Beta Ray Bill is going to be like coming out like any minute so <laughs> any
1: minute he's <laughs> gonna blow your mind
0: but i i would adore that i don't know what other affiliations he might be on but guardians and asgard are certainly the the obvious choices maybe there's not really other space teams right
1: and i thought i can think oh well there's black order but obviously he wouldn't be in there no um i'm excited for uh when pet avengers get announced i don't know oh right I don't know if he's technically a pet Avenger, but yeah, that's wrong.
0: Super rude. Just <laughs> <It's>, it <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And, and as far as like uh, so so just just follow me on this train wreck for a second. All right. Here I come Two two. So let's say he is a new Asgard leader. OK, what's the affiliation ability? What does it do? Uh... What's, what's not out there or what is kind of what could be mirrored a little bit similar to like the Shadowlands Daredevil kind of mirroring web warriors? Is there something out there that could use a little bit of a twist? But I'm gonna also cheat
1: and I'm gonna go with what uh Brian said in chat, Obi Watts. Uh, he says that I'd love a leadership that would let Asgard remove a shock condition on an enemy for a bonus to attack dice, along with a Thor that gives out a ton of shock. That would be really good. Maybe it's similar to the amazing spider-man power where it's you spend a power and you
0: can like give out Mm -hmm. a shock um or Uh, like uh so along that that line of thought like the defenders one where maybe you can change attacks to energy and if damage goes through then shock is applied that's a good one yeah that's good
1: uh maybe you don't have to pay because like obviously the benefit of the defender one is that you get to pick between three different kinds right maybe if you're forced to do one you don't have to pay the power
0: yeah and I think that right that's you're you're obviously taking something off the top and then removing a component of of why that has a cost i yeah completely right. spot on um uh, that's a good that's a good one uh and then for guardians, if he would do you have a different answer if he would be an additional leader for guardians i I think the guardians leadership is probably a little bit of a long shot, but yeah,' I'm just going uh, for it anyway
1: I don't know, I don't even know how else you could do guardians' leadership like Petes is just so perfect
0: it really is. Well, and he would have oh. I mean, he'd be a uh like you know, kind of like we said, a a bully guardian leader, where instead of re-rolls and the plucky attitude, you're you're going in there with Drax. And maybe maybe that's the fix for Drax too, right? He needed a different leader with a different affiliation ability, which is going mm-hmm. to make him more of that like, all right, now I can get in there and do this.
1: Maybe it's like a Opposite take on the current one, where it's you pick three of your guys. Maybe you like pick an enemy, and you get like some kind of bonus against that specific one. Okay, if you point at something like that has to die. Yeah, take that guy down or whatever. Again, I don't know a lot about. Yeah, super. F- I, I don't know who does it.
0: I like uh, maybe a um, an alternate take on Red Skull, like base Vanilla Skull's um, cabal affiliation. Yeah. Where whenever you do damage, you give another player on your team a power. I don't think that's I don't think that's what it does. I think it, I think you just get an extra power if you do damage. No, yeah. So I'm saying as an alternative to that.
1: Oh, you mean so it's as not the exact the... Oh, same thing? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. You spread it out almost like the reverse of uh, a force. Like whenever your team takes a damage, yeah, you put a power yeah. on someone. Whenever you deal damage, you can put a power on someone else.
1: That's a good idea. I like that.
0: Especially when you get some maybe some AOE stuff in there, and you're dealing damage to multiple people, and
1: that's true. You know, I like that. I really like that one.
0: That's Especially a one. for a team with a bunch of kind of people that want a bunch of power that like, granted they get it with Asgardian, but yeah, you know, if you can trickster, you know, three times more per game, why would you not?
1: <laughs> As somebody who plays a lot of Loki, yeah, that'd be amazing. But <laughs> Free, free tricksters.
0: Uh, uh, okay. Is Bader an, an automatic buy uh, like Rhino is for you? Me? No, I don't know enough about him. Uh, okay. Maybe if he's good.
1: Sure. I like to play I just like I really want to jump into Asgard, but the Thor is just like the wet sock, yeah. <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah. and you're like I don't I don't want to touch that.
0: Well, and my Thor is done as Beta Ray Bill, so this is oh, going to wow. be really complicated. I'm going to have to pull Chuck out of retirement to make my Beta Ray Bill look like <laughs> Thor. So, you know, Good. we'll get there. But are you going to do the opposite and turn your Beta Ray Bill into you're going to convert it into a Thor? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna try to find a little Fabio wig and. <laughs> you know just really send it out
1: you just gotta give him the stupid night uh the the
0: hat he had the little like the like dome helmet thing Yeah. yes that does. yep easy easy conversion yeah 100 percent. yeah I, listen out of all the conversions i've ever done i think it'll be the easiest one that i've ever had someone else pull off for me
1: <laughs> for sure yeah
0: absolutely so but um but yeah i think that's gonna that's gonna close us out for the evening dr d thank you for being here
1: or anything else that we
0: didn't go over that you wanted to say or, or throw out there?
1: Uh I think we got all of it. Um I don't hate Rhino. I just oh. he just I guess he just wasn't what I wanted. There. That's that's my final thought of the day.
0: And that's that's something very specifically that I experience a lot where I'm like, I just I wish they were a little bit stronger. Like yeah. a bunch of like threes and fours come out. It's like, I love this character. I just wanted them to be stronger i know it doesn't fit but it's what i wanted because i like that right yeah i mean think about think
1: about it like this right my favorite characters are you know gonna be daredevil electra yeah it's like uh which characters can you think of that are fours that are <laughs> not taken very often
0: i will Man. say that i Kind of to to, to piggyback off of something you said before, right? Where threes kind of have a very clear defined role, even fives and sixes to a certain extent, especially with some of the more recent additions. And four Mm. is really kind of that hard spot where three is so defined and five is so defined, where four is just four is still really figuring out what it is, who it is, and who they want to be when they grow up.
1: (laughs) It's like since Voodoo came out, the four slot is probably I think in the most contention for what you want to bring for that slot Mm -hmm. because in your in your rosters you bring one or two four threats and if you're just playing for like lulls you bring whatever you want right but if you're going to go to an event if you're going to pay $500 for a plane ticket in a hotel Mm -hmm. you're going to bring something where you're just not going to get your butt kicked Um, and so that four threat is always both of the daredevils okay so there you go (laughs) Uh, no, but, you know, it's like that fourth threat slot is, is, is very in contention. Uh, I think most of it's like they're not equal. That's all I'm going to say is the fours are not equal. The bottom of the bottom and the top of the top in the four slot are so monumentally different that I don't think you find that in the other slots. Right. Like all the sixes yeah. are pretty good. Mm-hmm. You can make an argument for all of them. Maybe Dormammu. I know is, there's a lot of argument that he really shouldn't be an eight. Cause he's not like
0: I don't know he's not really like you know what? But then then we see weight. then we Phil uh, see Phil the <laughs> younger, right, Go into right. Everwinter <clears throat> and just hose people with him, kick some butt. Yeah, good job, you Phil. Good job. So, and but you know what I'm, but you know yeah, what I'm I saying. do, I do absolutely. And and maybe maybe he's more of an eight now after some of the the Malekith tweaks. I don't know if that really does a ton for him, but it certainly makes him seem a little bit more reasonable. For sure, um but yeah. All right, um, all <clears throat> new, new um, Cyclops too. So
1: yeah, really, come on. Mm-hmm. Of course, I—I'm not even a big mutant fan, but we're just like, yeah. Okay, listen, can I make a crazy prediction? And if I'm right, you have to buy me Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'm gonna—we're gonna declare it here on the internet. Okay. Uh, when Emma comes out, she's gonna be a four. Because that's the other character I really like. I guarantee. I, I don't. I, guarantee. I don't. I don't
0: want to bet against that because I would also put money on that one hundred percent. So,
1: yep. I mean, it's gonna be a. Ch- I don't know. She she should be like a five or a six because she's as strong or maybe I think yeah. she's gene or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. If it's a character I like, just ask me. Send me a message if you have any questions about the painting competitions or anything, or if I like yes. a character or if I read their comic, cause there'll be a fourth threat and then you
0: can just know and get ready for that. Is there a painting competition currently going on? Yes.
1: Uh, until February 6th. Uh, it is a model with flight. Okay. So that's pretty simple. Uh, send me a message. If you are wondering if somebody has flight or not, if it's not like in the game yet. So like would beta Ray bill have flight? I think, I guess technically, cause I think Thor has flight and he, Technically doesn't fly. He just throws his hammer really hard. Right.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yes, technically. So, and guess, this is one vehicle. of the, the, this is a massive point of contention for me, right? So really at the end of the day, Thor is just jumping. Who else yeah, is super good at jumping, but doesn't He's not have... even jumping. He's more like throwing. <laughs> he like throws himself. He squats there. down before he throws it and then lifts that's off with cool. a jump. Yes, that's, that's part cool. of it. All I'm saying is toad should have flight. That's all I'm trying to go for here. <laughs>
1: I mean he's only got wall
0: crawler. Yeah, I know. There. He should have both. He can climb walls and fly. He's towed He can spin that tongue around like a helicopter and call it a day. That's fair. I mean,
1: Quicksilver's got uh web wall crawler and it's just because he runs real fast. What if happens if he jumps?
0: Right. He can should he, also can have he, flight. Can
1: he run on the air? I think Is that so. flight? Is that flight? Is that what flight is?
0: I, all right, we're we're probably asking questions that you know are simply way above our pay grade. <laughs> But, so you
1: know uh, comment and subscribe leave a like in the video at the bottom <laughs> of the video uh, subscribe to professional casual blogs i'm gonna write a thing about paint and skin
0: all uh, right so guys uh, to that point I, I, before we close out here i always want to thank all of our kingding Doppeldongers and our uh, professional cake sitters uh rob bastion leroy tony hot hands uh bicon cider, cider drinker, cider drinker dr d me and cider drinker, cider drinker. <laughs> yeah we synchronized Woo-hoo. but guys thank you so much we really appreciate all your support here on twitch over at the youtube on facebook every like every follow every comment helps us out um really appreciate it also five star reviews on spotify audible apple podcast all those it helps us get out there to more people that want to hear two Sometimes more people talk about things that they really kind of don't know anything about. And then occasionally we have a special guest that does, like Dr. D. So we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone on the Patreon. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, Check out all of the Everwinter videos if you want to see Spider-Foes and Dark Dimension. Tear up a tournament. Uh, Super nice to see. Really like it. And we will join you back on Monday uh, for a new stream of, oh yeah, the Power Phase. Um, where we play some Marvel Crisis Protocol. I think we'll probably have Blob and Pyro on the table on Monday. Super excited about that. And uh, we'll go from there. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye.
1: I love you. I love you, Rusty. Oh, yeah. Dude, Rusty's the best. He is. He's awesome. He gave me some measurement tools that were Daredevil themed. It was actually (gasps) a very sweet moment. I was so touched.
0: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening.